Welcome to the Messy Wonderful Podcast, where we're spilling all the deets on how we travel with little kids and a bigger family, plus tons of insight into our family's adjustment to our oldest son's diagnosis with autism at age three. Hey y'all, I'm Kimberly, wife, mom to three kids ages five and under, full-time CPA, and now blogger. So grab your coffee, glass of wine, it's a Diet Dr. Pepper for me, and let's do those dishes, the laundry, chauffeur those kids around, or whatever you have on your task list today. We'll do it together because life may be messy, but it's oh so wonderful. Hey y'all, I am so excited for today's episode. If you are a Disney lover like I am, this episode is for you. Now it's gonna be a little bit different from what we normally talk about when we are giving you tips and tricks about Disney World. But today I want to share some things with you that if a budget didn't exist... If you had an unlimited budget to go to Disney World and just do whatever you wanted to do, what would all of those magical extras be? So today, I have a list of probably about six different things that are on our list, some things we've done, some things we haven't done, but I think you're really going to love today's episode on what are some of the magical extras that you would do in Disney World if budget was, wasn't an option, if, if you could just have unlimited funds. So I do want to start with, at the time of this recording, we are still living in COVID-19 times and some of these things are closed or they are not offering the services, the tours right now. So I just want you to keep that in mind, but I'm sure that in good time, all of this will be back And this is something that I'm just, I'm really excited to share with y'all. So let's get into it. First up is a character breakfast. Now, this is definitely one of the less splurge things on the list as far as cost goes, but most of the character dining is buffet style and a one price. And you know, you're looking at 40 to $50 for a child to eat there. And so for a family like us, you know, we'll be six people. You're talking hundreds of dollars for a meal to see characters. And I think that the characters are completely worth it, but I really want my kids to get the most bang for their buck out of it. And I want them to eat the food and eat enough of the food. So it really is a splurge because I would say, gosh, we would probably probably be looking at, even for a character breakfast that I've priced out, we would be looking at like $250. And you can eat breakfast, even even an expensive breakfast at Disney, you can you could probably still eat for $75. So I think that this one is a splurge. It's not the most expensive splurge, but it is a splurge. And I don't think that it's it would be hard to have a character breakfast every morning. So it is something special. The next thing is the Harmony Barbershop. And this surprisingly is actually not as expensive as you think. We took Hunter to the Harmony Barbershop for his very first haircut. So Hunter's very first haircut at 10 months old was in Disney World. 
And I saved it. My dad kept saying, you need to cut that kid's hair. You need to cut that kid's hair. And I kept telling him, no, we're waiting for our Disney trip because he is getting it cut in the most magical place in the whole world. And it was only $25. And they gave us... Now, mind you, this was five years ago, so it's probably not still $25. But they also gave us one of the ear hats for him to wear that said, my first haircut. He had his little certificate. They gave us the little lock of hair. I took pictures. It was the cutest thing, y'all, and worth every penny. Here we are four years later, and I'm still gushing over it. And please note that children number two and three were lucky to just get haircuts, and they just had a traditional first haircut. At the same time, if you have a little girl, the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, they will do, and I've never been because we don't have any girls, but they will do their makeup and their hair to look like a princess and they can wear their little princess dresses. And I can totally tell in the park, y'all, when I see a little girl who has come out of the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique and it is, it's just the cutest thing. Now that, I don't know exactly what the cost is. I know it's a lot more than the Harmony Barber Shop, but I mean, that's kind of one of those things that if you have a little girl who just loves the Disney princesses, it's such a cute idea and definitely one of those memories. So, for, for that one, I would also definitely say, make sure your child is old enough to remember. And they will do it for little boys. I've seen the little boys dressed up as like pirates and things like that. And I just don't think our boys would really care enough for me to waste time and money on that. It's super, super cute. And one of those things that if your child is a, is a good age for that, maybe like five or six, it's just, it's the cutest thing. Okay, number three. Capture the moment. So capture the moment is sort of like, a. and again, we've never done this. I think I want to have us do this when all of the kids are a little bit older, but capture the moment is a way to have a photo session in one of the parks and it's personalized to you. So it's it's like a 20 to 40 minute session, if I remember correctly, but I think the way that they do it is you don't see a lot of people in these photos. So I think that you get some, not behind the scenes, but because you're working with a Disney photographer, they probably know some of the special locations or they probably have a little pull to make sure that people aren't in your pictures. So capture the moment. It's available at all parks. So you could choose to do it at Magic Kingdom. You could choose to do it at Animal Kingdom. And this is something that I want to do when the boys are all a little older and I can bribe them and make sure that everyone actually looks at the camera, everyone actually smiles at the camera if I'm spending this kind of money on a magical extra. So my understanding for Capture the Moment is it's available at all parks. It's You kind of make a reservation similar to how you're making dining reservations right now, and it does book up pretty fast. So... That's on our list. Maybe it's on your list now too. Okay, the next one, the after hours parties. So this was, I think Disney did some changes with their parties when COVID hit and and you have like the Disney after hours, but then you have like the very merriest party. And then I think it's, yeah, I can't remember if it's the Boobash now or it was the Boobash before, but they have the Halloween party. So all of those you have to have a ticket to go into the park and then you pay for an extra ticket to this holiday party event. And 
Most of them are late at night. So we have not done them yet because even if we didn't have a park day, even if we were only doing the extra event, I don't think that the boys would make it because they're still very little. So this is not something, this is not an extra that we have chosen to splurge on yet. And I'm sure we will in the future if Disney continues to offer these special parties. It's just, I think if you probably have kids that really aren't staying up late or can't make it through the night, it's just not worth the extra money, especially since you have to buy a park ticket. I would still, I would want to be able to enjoy the park and, you know, maybe like have a late morning, but I would still want to enjoy the park even before the party. So that's, that's a really cool one that is on our future list as the kids get older. Okay, next individual park tours. So the one that I would recommend, if you're only going to choose one of these individual park tours, I would choose Keys to the Kingdom. And that is the individual park tour, sort of a behind the scenes at Magic Kingdom. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that one because I've actually done that one. But first I want to mention that they also have them, at, they have a behind the scenes tour at each park. And then you have at places like Animal Kingdom, they have um, like a safari trek. They have different animal encounters. At Epcot, they have a dolphin, swim with the dolphins encounter. And they do have, you want to make sure that you really check all of the requirements for these tours because they have height requirements for some of them, age requirements for most of them. And Disney is really strict on those requirements. So you want to make sure that everyone in your family is eligible to do these tours before you start spending this kind of money on them. But more about the Keys to the Kingdom. So I did the Keys to the Kingdom tour when I was 16. It was my birthday gift for my parents when we went to Disney World that year. It was just my dad and me because my brother was not 16 yet. My mom wasn't really interested. And like I said, these tours are a lot of money. So you really want to make sure that everyone is excited to go on them. We had an amazing tour guide. And I know that that made our experience even better. But this, it was, it's, the tours are five hours now. I don't remember if ours was five hours. It was, it was probably around that. Lunch was included with our tour, but we got to, we sort of had like behind the scenes to get on rides. We had these little, the tour guide wore a microphone and we had the little earpieces that went in our ear. And so as we were walking along and there were there probably weren't more than eight or 10 of us in the group total. And he was talking to us in our ears as we were going along and walking through the parks and riding on the rides and telling us all of this behind the scenes information. We got to go down in the Utilidor and it's, I, you know, here we are 15 years later and I still remember this. It's something special that my dad and me did together. I loved it. I learned a lot. I can't wait. I hope one of my kids loves Disney as much as I do. And they're still offering this tour when my kids are over 16. And I can take at least one of them on this tour because I don't think Chance would care, but I would love to do it again. And I would love to take any one of my kids that would be willing to do it. So that was a really cool thing. And if you really love Disney and maybe you have a child that does as well, it's a really special event. Okay. The, I want to mention one, another small one, and then I'm going to get to like the ultimate Disney splurge. So another small splurge is to rent a cabana. If you're at, I think 
the deluxe resorts and up moderate in, in deluxe resorts, I want to say might have this. It might just be the deluxe, but you can rent cabanas at the pool, but you can also rent cabanas at the water parks. So like Blizzard Beach, Typhoon Lagoon. We actually rented a cabana at Blizzard Beach when we went to Disney World for my senior high school trip. And that was really cool. So this is especially great if you have little ones. And again, this is like a small splurge. I mean, remember, you've already bought tickets to get into the park. You're either bringing food or you have to buy food. And I understand that all of those things can add up. So this is a splurge. It's just on this list, it is a smaller splurge. So, and a really cool one, especially if it's hot and sunny out there. If it's a really busy time of year at the water parks, it could be really great to have that cabana pre-rented and you don't have to stress about finding a table. Okay, the ultimate splurge at Disney. This is on on my list. I don't know how many years it's going to take us to be able to afford this, but it is a VIP tour, a private VIP tour. And what it is, is it is basically you working with a Disney cast member and spending the day with them. I don't know if there's a specific hour limit. I am sure there is because, I mean, they have to put a limit to something. But basically you are, oh, this is that's what it is. It is a minimum of seven hours. So you have to book a minimum of seven hours. You pay for the tour hourly and it has to be a minimum of seven hours, but you can go longer and it probably has to do with park opening and closing times as as far as how much time you can do. So the kicker's here. The price for a VIP tour starts at $425 per hour and can go as much as $850 per hour. And it depends on what season you're in, how much it is per hour. So lower seasons are going to be closer to 425 Peak seasons are going to be $850 an hour. Each tour can have up to 10 guests attend and infants count in that number of 10 guests. And you still have to have a park ticket to be able to go on the VIP tour. So why this is horrible if you have little ones like we do you don't have to pay for a park ticket until they're three. So now you're paying for park tickets if you have kids under three and they're being counted in your 10 guests. So this is something that we definitely wouldn't do anyway until all of our kids were probably five and up, maybe even a little bit older because you also want them to be able to keep a decent pace for a certain number of continuous hours. And... We're just not there yet. So it's something that we do have a little bit of time to save up for, but you basically get behind the scenes to ride on rides. You get cast member who can tell you all about your favorite attractions. They will talk to you and tell you things you want to know just about Walt Disney himself. It's so cool. I mean, it's like almost like you're a celebrity for the day. How, I mean, just, I think it's super cool. You can, they, they basically say that you can create your Disney dream day, whatever you want it to be. You could do all seven hours at one park. They will take you in private transportation to other parks. If you want to use this across multiple parks, which is a pretty good use of your time to be able to go 
pretty fast from one park to the next instead of having to use Disney transportation. So yeah, this to me is the ultimate Disney World vacation splurge. Like if money is not an object, I am on, I would be on that VIP tour. I just think it sounds really cool, really special, a really great way to beat the crowds and the lines and the waiting. And Chance and I are fact lovers and our kids kind of are too. So getting to hear all of that and ask questions will, you know, because I learned so many things about why the queues are designed the way that they are for the rides and just being able to ask all of those questions and pick someone's brain. I just, I think it's super, super cool. Plus you get to kind of beat the lines. So yeah, that's the ultimate, in my opinion, that's the ultimate Disney splurge. So I hope that you really loved this list of things to, you can dream about them. You can start budgeting for them now. You can decide what age you think your kids need to be to do all these. Because look, these aren't splurges that you're going to do all in one trip, right? Because when your kids are going to most enjoy the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique is probably a very different age from the Keys to the Kingdom tour where they have to be 16 years old. So you can kind of start thinking about what ages, what years are going to be the best for us to take advantage of these different splurges. So that's what I have for you today. I hope you take it. I hope you love it and kind of design your your dream Disney vacation and with things that you probably didn't even know that you wanted to do on a Disney vacation. Y'all have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending part of your day with us. If you love today's episode, be sure to share it with a friend. Any resources mentioned today will be linked in the description and you can always find even more details in the show notes. And remember, you can find us over on Instagram at messy underscore wonderful. We hope you'll subscribe to the show so you get notified when a new episode comes out. We'd also be so grateful if you take just a second to leave us a review. We appreciate your reviews and sharing about the show more than you know. See y'all next week.